but there's a lot more women now in charge of their businesses or their lives. They're out very much go-getting and doing things. They're earning money. They're out traveling. They're doing things. They're more independent. So when it comes to the bedroom, they just want to be taken. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles podcast. James, Dr. Sayer, I'm just going to assume you're a British man for some reason. Uh, first of all, great to see you on a webinar together. No kidding. And one, and the, the one you had on the LDA was clearly a highlight for me. On the course, MLM is a masterpiece. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you. Now my question, why do I like being dominant? Hmm. I love it to unleash my inner beast. What is the consensus in the scientific community, respectively, respecting, I guess, RSP, RESP, CT? What are your thoughts on why male dominant and female submissive behavior, RESP, you're going to have to write what the, the exact word because we want to make sure we know what we're doing. Preferences for those behavior patterns emerge. Yeah, so what's the, in, the, in the scientific community? Why, do, why is the male dom, female sub thing a thing? I, I don't actually think that people have answered that question, to be honest, mm. because they're too concerned with gender equality right now. Um, right. So, uh, but this is actually like a good normal behavior. Yeah. It's a good normal behavior, but because it's not woke then it's not really uh, looked at right now. It can't be funded. It couldn't be funded right now. Not right now. Okay, well. And so what's usually looked at is like females now dominating and right. becoming more submissive or like the dangers of the toxic masculine that's dominating. It's bullshit. So I think uh, right now, maybe one of them, and this is my speculation, just observing. So it's not science. It's just me looking. But there's a lot more women now in charge of their businesses or their lives. They're out very much go-getting and doing things. They're earning money. They're out traveling. They're doing things. They're more independent. So when it comes to the bedroom, they just want to be taken. And it's actually really healing because if you're always in that part of yourself that's making decisions, that's in control, it's hard to access your more receptive side. And as a woman, your receptive side really comes through sensuality and sensing your own body. And you can't do that when you're a lot in your head. Yeah. And so that's the dominant observation that I've noticed. And I think that's what makes it fun. And I think for a lot of guys right now, politically correct, it's not that cool if you're sort of and overly dominant in, in like social settings. It's like, no, no, you just got to let the ladies talk or you got to like not mansplain everything. So it actually probably is quite healing also for a guy just to like unleash himself and in a loving way, in a kind way, uh, dominate a person, lead a person through something, which is really, I think, the most beautiful thing. But I do want to say something. I think a lot of guys dom because they don't want feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had a few of these experiences personally, and I was like, I'm the dom, I'm in charge. Wow, this is horrible right. in so many ways. And you can't give feedback because they're in the dom uh, position. I'm like, oh, you're only a dom because you're a shit lover. It's not because you actually have a skill set. And then other people, they don't even know that they're doming. It's just a very natural thing. They're leading you on an incredible experience and just taking charge and making decisions along the way. And so, dominance doesn't always look like dirty talking or hitting or this kind of stuff. It's sometimes just how you, you know, grab a body and move a body with confidence that you're in that sense of in a dominant role. Yeah. And that is so relaxing to the nervous system. 
Yeah, in the last few days, I've been doming uh, a wonderful woman. Uh, Not me. <laughs> maybe we just like set a stopwatch and we're like, 30 seconds for you, 30 seconds for me. I was like, fucking take that. Yeah, okay, take that. <laughs> we're at the end, we just shake hands. That's right. Okay, that sounds good. Deal. <laughs> in the kitchen. In the kitchen, with everyone watching. All right, so yeah, I've been doming a lovely lady in some of the most special ways that I, I think I ever had because I'm, I'm in a special zone at the moment, uh, which I'll gradually tell you guys about over the next four or five years. <laughs> and she is, let, let's say she's an extreme overachiever. At the age of 21, she is already uh, not only an, a qualified lawyer. Last time I saw her, she just finished her law degree and then I, I haven't seen her for six-ish months and I come back till she comes in and the first thing, she's all totally stressed out, totally stressed out. And she, and we start to talk and I said, how have you been? She said, well, I lost my first case and, and I'm, I was so pissed. And I said, whoa, 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 you just said you just lost your first case, which the presupposition would be that you have already had multiple cases and that you won all the other ones. And I'm like, how many did you win? And she's like three. And I'm like, what the fuck? Since I last saw you just graduated and you're already doing divorce cases and you won three and you lost one and you're pissed that you lost the one. And let me tell you the story. It's fucking gold, right? She's, she wouldn't mind me this day. This at all. Um, and this is, not a, this is not a true thing that happened. This is just a story I'm making up right now. So once upon a time, there was a man and a woman and they got married. And for whatever reason, they signed a prenup that said, if one or other of them cheats, then the other one gets the lot. The lot, yeah, right? So the cheating one loses and everything. the other one gets everything. So it's a zero-sum poker game. Okay. I'm like, who, why, why would No you? cheating then. Yeah. Why, okay. You lose. All right. So one day- There's a, there's money involved. It's not poor people. There's money involved okay. in people, right? Medium money. Okay. Medium money. Yeah. Which means rich. Okay. So one day in this story that's not true, a lady came home a little early from then earlier than she would to get pick up something and she opens the door- to the house, and inside is a full-blown orgy going on. Guys, girls, everybody, drugs, you name it, it's fucking going off, right? And she's obviously shocked and shattered, so she doesn't think to take out her phone and take photos, so she goes off to her mother. And then she goes to court with, with her husband in this story that's not true. And so there was a young lady who had recently become a lawyer, and she was uh, hired as the defense lawyer for the husband. Oh, the orgy man. Well, not supposedly. The, the orgy man, right? Okay. And the orgy man, orgy man, there's an orgy man, Bob Dylan song in that. He swore blind to his defense lawyer that it was all a lie. She made it all up and he, and he, and he was, and she believed him. She truly believed him because he was very convincing. And so she goes to work to defend her client against this woman who's lying and get to lying. Okay. And she's doing a job like a professional. And she goes into court and she wins the case because it's he said, she said. There's no proof. So, what's happening is, so the, the judge in whatever country in this made-up story there is, says to, yeah, I, I don't know how the law works, but at some point says, is there anything else that, like, okay, in favor of the defendant, or your man, oh, your man, you got free to go free, right? And lady, you lose everything. Right, and then is there anything anyone would like to say? And the the man says, "Yes." Is it all right if I go back to my orgies now? What? 
is it all right if I go back to my orgies now? <laughs> and the lawyer, the defense lawyer, got up and said, I resign. And she walked out of the room like a fucking boss. And then the judge, who knew the law, said, you are now guilty of perjury. And so you have a new case against you. And however, or something, something legal, something, I now rule in favor of the wife and you lose everything. Oh my God. Why would he say that? Think about it. One. And then. Because he's a fucking arrogant prick who was like, yeah, I can do whatever I want. And I did it. Yeah. And now the law's on my side. And uh, oh. Bye bye. Talk about poetic justice. Yeah. Unfucking believable. And that's the case that this person that doesn't exist, that's not a lawyer in this imaginary story that I'm making up, lost. Crazy. You couldn't write this shit, right? No. Unbelievable. Next so question. The, the moral of the story is uh, don't have orgies if you uh, lose all your money. Don't sign prenups. Yeah. Don't get married. Don't lie to women. Uh, yeah. I don't know. what. Don't swing your dick in court. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Hum, be, be a little humble be hum and all sorts of lessons, which that man is now going, oh, he lost everything. And, uh, and I'm like, good. All right. All right. What's that? Pay the cost to be the boss. All right. Now. So. I don't know if I really answered the question on dominance in this case because I don't have that good enough information. The main thing is I would just have to say is if whatever you enjoy, just enjoy it. And honestly, looking for science to affirm our, uh, us sexually is, is silly. A lot of science, the way that they do sex research, they can't actually measure proper things. You're actually not even allowed to do uh, sex research if orgasm is involved. Explain. Yeah, and um, Nicole Prowse, she's one of the lead scientists right now for sex research and what happens with orgasm in the brain. And Come as you are? No, that's a different person. A different person. She did a TEDx talk. You can check it out. It's really cool where she talks about, like, actually the best part of orgasm is not orgasm. It's everything before the orgasm. So, so but she can't do research uh, on... She can do sex research, but the women that she wanted to research can't actually orgasm in the lab. Can they do it on, can they do it on monkeys? I don't know that. I'm not They want to do human, I don't know. They just want to do human studies for human right. sexuality. And Chimpanzees. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I would like to study bonobos before. Because I, I know that there was, I remember something about there was someone that was doing research and they did make chimpanzees or bonobos, no, orgasm, the females. I'll have to look it up. And then that was okay? That, I think that was okay. Okay, yeah, well, it's not okay with humans. No. So it's just, um, <clears throat> my point is, Needing science to affirm your sexual experience is actually not going to help you. The most important thing is is feeling into yourself. Do I enjoy this? Is my partner enjoying this? And letting that, calling that a day, really. Mm. Yeah, because uh, there's a lot of things that I've been able to experience that I can't find anywhere in any science or sexual research. And so I have to affirm it myself. Right. Yeah. I guess I'll add because I went off on a tangent, but I was the the, the point of that tangent was orgy tangent. Yeah, was to say that <laughs> this this is a very alpha woman in her in her in her world, <laughs> and because of her the way she looks, which is hot, uh, she's not taken seriously, and she's not a tall person, and she's not taken seriously by men or women, right? And all men want to fuck her, and and women think she, like are jealous and or think she's like you know. A child or whatever, which she's clearly not. And when she comes to me, she needs to be donned. But in I don't know how many different ways. Many, many different ways. And because I'm 
intuitively and technically and empathetically good at this because I wish to be, I can read and write. Now, what I've realized in the last some days is that she's a lady who will orgasm every 20 to 60 seconds, right, forever. And I'm not, I'm not exaggerating at all. For hour upon hour, if you can handle it, but which, which may sound awesome, and it is in some sense, but my training with her now is to helping her to, let's say, orgasm less, right, to actually slow it all down because she wants to get to the, her body, like kind of in a way forces her to get to the orgasm quickly for reasons I won't get into. And the training on her is, is interesting because in a way it's, let's say, the mirror image or the reverse of, of, of a woman that can't, you know, can't come. But it's, again, relates exactly to what Sade is talking about in terms of mapping, in terms of modulating, in terms of movement of the bodies, in terms of using Tantra, you know, and I introduce some basic Tantra to you guys and I explain that it's not Tantra, actually, it's, it's pop Tantra. It's, you know, that real Tantra is a whole other thing. And as Seda and I both kind of, I think, are on the same page, we're not into technically being tantric people. And there are people to whom that is their thing and they want to be part of like a, you know, an organization where that's their thing. Uh, and that's all good as there are kinksters who like just, just not only just, they live in the kink world and that's their, yes. you know, their space. But both of us, I'm going to mansplain for you a little bit. Yes. <laughs> I would say are some cross-pollination of many of those, yeah. you know, we learned shitloads from those communities, right? Yes, exactly. And then we, you know, did, went and did all this kind and of we stuff. we experiment a lot. Yeah, and we experiment so. and we take feedback. Yes, And feedback. we give orders. Yeah. And we and we ask for things and, yeah, we, really. and we receive things and we give a lot. And to finish my answer, look, there's all sorts of types of domas, but the type of dom I am is I care for women, right? And... I'm careful with women and I don't take no shit from women, right? Because obviously we can have these shadow sides of the good things. So, you know, you've got the good man and the nice guy, right? We have the the simp and the fucking abuser or whatever, Andrew Tate, basically, you know? And so out in the manosphere and out in the out in the clickbait world of YouTube where you've got to fucking get clicks by saying 10 sex positions all women love which is my highest ranked video of all time 1.7 million clicks it's also true because I'm not going to lie but it's like okay the most extreme thing is the thing that gets the eyeballs and so then the algorithm you know feeds back in on itself audience capture look it up if you don't know what that is and the, the kind of polarization of the sexes, but not just the sexes, all sides against all sides in every aspect, whether it's politics or fucking finance or whatever it is, right? And as we are funneling ourselves into our own information bubbles and as the algorithms are doing it to us and as the your influences are getting influenced by what you want, actually, and they don't even know it because they it crafts the like, oh, that video worked, oh, that one got less clicks, oh, this, and that's what audience capture is. Yeah. And which is why- both of us don't have nearly as many fucking followers, clicks, fans as we should, right? But don't worry about us. We're, we're doing fine. <laughs> and why, you know, just having an idea that a dominant man is always taking charge and always tells a woman what to do and something, something. And if you're not that, you're, you're a pansy, soy boy, you know, cuck, whatever, then that's kindergarten shit. Yeah, because I find the most exquisite doms 
uh, have a tremendous kindness and immense sensitivity, like energetic sensitivity that's off the chart. They can feel the nuances deep inside that I can't even articulate. And that is um, something that just comes with practice and the love of other human beings. Yes. Yeah. That's a good way to say it because I, I would say the love of women, but it's the love of other human beings. And, you know, in the sexual sense, if you're straight, then it's the love of women. And I've said this many times, the greatest seducers love women, women. How did Tony Solis say? Women. <laughs> and uh, I'll finish with this point. We might have a little break. You were saying, you, you yeah. were talking about doming someone yeah. recently. Caring for them. And caring for them. Yeah. And just normalizing it and... and I think uh, loving, okay, love women. All right, good seducers love women. Because you know what I get on workshops relatively commonly is a guy who comes in who's banged, you know, less than five women, and he comes in and he says, you know, when I take him out and feel, I always say to the guys, we're not here to find your wife. We're not here to find your 10, right? You're here to learn about women and you learn to practice. I'm not going to send you after a woman that I don't, that is a not attractive person, you know, on the consensus reality. I'm not going to send you after an ugly chick. I'm going to send you after pretty, cute, sexy, you know, quirky, whatever, like sexy girls in all sorts of ways. And you are going to do it. You are going to do it. The only caveat is if I say, go and speak to that lady, you say, I'd rather speak to her. And if there's another one you see, then go. And then the way to get around that is just go and talk to women before James Marshall goes, you are going to. No, don't go like that. <laughs> no, but you know, I was in Budapest. Mm-hmm. And I got approached by one of your students. I swear, of course. it was like perfect. Oh. I was like, "Oh my god!" I didn't say that I knew you, but I, oh, <laughs> I really appreciated it. Good. He was a gentleman. Excellent. Yeah. Right. And it, and as the great James McLean once said, "It is a gentleman's job to try and fuck a lady." Now we'll put that aside. So the final point is, okay, these guys, you know, sometimes guys like this come in, and I take and I take them out, walking along. And I said, okay, go and go and speak to this girl. He's never approached a girl, or he's done five approaches, and he said, oh, she's not my type. And I say, you don't have a type. You have not earned a type. You have no idea what you're talking about. He's like, no, I know what I like. I said, okay, tell me what type you like. I like skinny girls with big tits. And I'm like, oh, really? So you like models, the ones with big tits or the ones with small tits? There's the two types. Yes. And then he's like, the small tits one or the big tits one? I'm like, okay. And then I have, and I tell them this and I only tell them this once. And if they don't get it, then I just do my job. Cool. You're not going to learn? Then we'll wait until we see a big-titted or small-titted model. Good luck, buddy. And they will shred you. They will shred you. Good luck. I'm doing my job. I'm doing what you pay me for. But I have this little chat with them, right? And I say something, you know, different ways for different people, but along the lines of true seducers, true lovers, Casanovas, Lafarios, you know, what's another synonym? I don't know. Men who, you know, great lovers across time and space. Love women. Doesn't mean they're going to fuck every one of them. Doesn't mean that they're going to go and chase and have sex with an ugly girl or whatever. It means that they love the feminine. They love women in general. And some women are cunts, right? They're not, very, they're not good. And some men are fucking cunts, right? Uh, and so when you meet a cunt, right, for people like what? Australian, it means what it sounds like. <laughs> and the, the, there's a video if you look up. Uh, there's about the nuances of the of the way that Australians use the word cunt because in other languages, uh, other English but Aussies get away with it. Yeah, we get away with it. Yeah, he's a funny cunt. He's a dumb cunt. Yeah, he's a good cunt. But if you say it like this, you're a fucking cunt. Then there's a fight about to happen. Yeah. All right. So anyway, of this sp- speech, and I say it, like the best ladies men that I've ever known 
sleep with different types of women. And sometimes they bring home a woman that is not tech, even though they can, even though they can hit the 10s or the 9s or the 8.5s every time if they choose, they sometimes, and and when they wish to, choose to bring home a girl that is not, you know, that is a 6 technically or whatever, because they got a vibe, because there's something sexy about it, because they want to give a gift, you know, for various other reasons. And they are nourished by her and she is nourished by him. And now, and I'm not, you know, this can be with any combination of male-female, now both of us have good representations of what is a good man and a good woman, mm-hmm. right? Forget about all the gender fucking politics, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Good man, good woman, right? And we need each other mm-hmm. in order to survive, thrive, feel love, etc. I was going to say there are two types of guys. There's two types of guys. Mm-hmm. Men who like women and men who love women. And the men who like women, they're very finicky. Ah, yes. That's, God, that's, sorry, can, let, me, let me interrupt there. Okay. Cause they, they, yeah, because these these guys, like, they're, they're like, oh, she has to be like this and this. And when walking down the street, you just see them like every every woman is furniture. Yeah. It's until we like, oh, no, no. And they're like, no, 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 no. They don't see them. No. And of course, the women don't fucking see them either. Exactly. Right? And then they're like, oh, that one. Oh, no, her hair's a bit something or something. Exactly. And I'm like, dude, you're wasting my time and your money. Seriously. And you can always tell. Yeah. And the men who love women, they're like, they're going to have a lot of women go recommend them even because they're just they're like, wow, that guy was amazing. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural, Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The, the Natural, Natural TV. TV. See you on the next episode.